everyone. Uh, welcome to Wednesdays with Julia. This is your host, Julia Sotis. Today I'm really excited for my guest. I have Rebecca Boswell. And I've known Rebecca for a couple of years, and she's a wonderful facilitator of access consciousness. And we've been meaning to get her on the show for a few years, and she's finally here. And I'm very excited for today's topic, being conceivable or inconceivable. So welcome mm. to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. I'm so psyched to be here. It's been, uh, yeah, years in the making. And well, here we are, just in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to, great to have you. So if you could just give us a little bit of background about who you are and um, how you were led to the tools of access, because this is an access-based radio show, and cool. um, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Sure, sure. Well, since I won't take up the whole 45 minutes with my whole story, um, I guess the Cliff Notes version is that right now I am working as an access uh, consciousness facilitator. Um, I blend it in with, you know, a lot of other things that I've been doing for years and mostly in the coaching area and um, and also energy and body work before even getting to access. And um, basically I, you know, I started out thinking everything was in my brain that was important so, you know, I got a couple of graduate degrees, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I'm not supposed to be in academia, which was like my my big decision that I had made initially. And um, so I went on this whole big path and um, kind of guided by this idea of working with others and um, and myself just to really, you know, show up more. I didn't have those words before access, but really that's sort of been the common theme. And um, I, you know, I spent a period of time where I was doing a ton of body work, very specific, like down to specific structures and fascia and like wanting to know exactly how everything connects to everything else. And then at the same time working more and more with energy and like expanding out and out and out and realizing that if I could just like sit with a body for an hour, that would be amazing. And um so I was doing that when we lived in Hawaii, and when I moved back to New York, um, I kind of got that, that that wasn't really like the end of the road, that there was more, and I was really missing sort of a dialoguing piece with people, and so I started looking into different programs, like, you know, do I go back to school to become a psychologist? Is it psychology? Is it a mental health counselor? Like, what is it? You know, like, how can I help affect change? Because when you work with the body, sometimes, um, you know, energetic and physical, it's like, you know, you see this amazing change and then then the people go off and they do their life however they have been living it and then they come back again and they're back where they were a week ago after this amazing change had happened. And so I was like, you know, what what like what can we do to kind of still like minimize that, that gap between, you right. know, what – people were choosing and creating and what they actually were desiring to create right. more. And um, and so, anyway, that's how I got to coaching because I was like, wow, everything in psychology is so broke. Like, I don't want to focus on people's wounds and how broken they are and why they're broken and, you know, do, like, years and years of 
this broken stuff. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, we already, like, there's enough on being broken. Like, what else, right? And, again, I didn't have the words, but I was asking, like, what else is possible here? And this was back in 2008. And um, and so I kept bumping into coaching. And, um, and so what really got me kind of jazzed about that is that with the coaching model, you're working with people, asking questions, and just kind of helping to facilitate them, facilitate them to know what they know, coax it out, and then help them with executive functioning and help them, like, kind of do something with whatever comes up for them, right? Right. So I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is, like, the panacea of all things. And so I was doing that work. And um, for actually a couple of years, well, a few years, and then and I just kept getting this thing that kept saying, saying, like, I want to touch bodies. Like, I need to touch bodies. Like, where I need to touch these bodies. And I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. What, that, what does that mean? And um, so, like, a big string of events happened, and I found myself um, across the border. I was in Albany, living in Albany, New York. And I found myself across the border in Vermont where my massage license was valid because I, I kept sort of renewing my Hawaii license just, well, because why not? And because um, <laughs> I can't, couldn't use it in New York, but, you know, whatever. I like expensive pieces of paper, and I just wanted to keep the energy going there. So um, I found myself, like, randomly going into this yoga studio slash massage place slash, like, Vermont style spa place and um, talking to this woman randomly to say like hey can I come over like once a week twice a week and just like I need to get on some bodies like can I come and do some massages or what's you know what can we do and so she's like well let's talk a little bit more about what this is and anyway after talking I you know I kind of finished with I just you know my ideal thing is if I could just like hold somebody's head for an hour that would be awesome and she looked at me, she's like, oh, well, have you ever heard of the Access Bars? You're kidding and me. You actually asked for that? That's I, so that, funny. I, like, literally, literally, those were my words. You know, I literally said, like, if I could just hold someone's head for an hour, that would be amazing. Wow. And so she said, yeah, have you ever heard of the Access Bars? And I was like, well, no, no idea. What is that? She said, well, you should totally look into it because you basically hold someone's head for an hour. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So... I went home. It was a Thursday. I went home. I got on the computer, and it turned out that that Saturday, two days later, Barbara Gilman, who you know, um, the other princess, um, she was. For those of you who, um, I'll just explain <laughs> Barbara Gilman for a second because we can't. Yeah, it's totally. passing. She is, in fact, one of the most incredible women Amazing. I have ever met in my life. Yeah. She's um, a beautiful um, – is she from Long Island? Yeah, well, definitely New York. And um, She's so she's New York. She's so Jewish. She's so amazing, she's a, stylish, yes. beautiful, brilliant. My Jewish angel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is no other Barbara Gilman. Yeah, so she is amazing. So um, so I looked it up, and I saw, like, oh, look it. This woman is teaching 45 minutes away from my house on Saturday in two days. I'm totally going to go. And I'm like, oh, man. It's, and at this point, it was, what, only $200 or yeah, $150? Or I, I don't know. It was, like, less. And, um, and, and, you know, usually, like, 
with anything, I'd be like, oh, it's not free. <laughs> you know, like I was kind of stuck with that money thing. And um, I know I'm the only one. And um, But, like, it didn't even, like, there was no, there was nothing in my universe that even, like, had any little hiccup. It was like, oh, yes, and this is what it is, and I'm not even, like, I'm just going to be there. And so I, I showed up, and I did it, and it was great. And within the next couple months, I boom, 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 um, you know, did it a couple more times so I could teach it, and then did foundation level one, and then started using the bars with my clients and, like, anybody and everybody that I worked with that was, like, within driving distance. I'm like, why don't you just come in? Why don't you just come in? And it was perfect because, like, you know, you can blend what, you know, the dialoguing piece and, you know, and this was even before I was a facilitator, but it was like, oh, I can use, like, my coaching at the same time as I'm running bars so that we can get farther than they could when they were just trying to think their way out of a box, you know? Yeah. So it was like, okay, because some people can do that. Like, they can clear through their mind. You know, I haven't met a lot of people, but there are people or, you know, it's one way of getting closer. Um, But then, you know, there's all this other stuff that, like, we can access through the body or we can access through the energies of the body and of the mind and of, like, the being, right? So anyway, it was awesome, and it was like two years, I think, that I was like, and this is access, and this is what I do. Like, I do bars, and I am, this is what I do. It's amazing. And I had like no other, like, talk about inconceivable, right? It was like that there was even any more that was, could come from this that, you know, that, that was plunked <laughs> in the middle of my path. And, um, yeah, all of that was inconceivable, just not in my awareness or my, my scope of vision at that time. And um, and then all of a sudden, um, it was actually the March, that's when I met, um, that's when I met Anthony for the first time uh, in L.A. Um, it was like a month before the 2-3, uh, I think it was March of, I don't know, two years ago, like so almost two years ago. And... Um, and and you you had had Jamie um, Verillo on your show uh, at one point as well. He works with horses and animals, and he's an amazing, amazing um, animal facilitator. Yeah. Um, and he was my trade partner up until we moved to Greenville this summer in South Carolina. And um, so anyway, you know, we would trade once a week. And, and so he was over for a trade, and he just kind of in passing mentioned something about considering two three in um, – San Francisco later later in the year. So wait, can you explain what two three is? Yeah, so <clears throat> level two three is so so you know the bars is sort of this is one of the the beginning ways that we come uh, into using and receiving the tools of access consciousness, and then from there <clears throat> for people who are interested, there's a foundation. At, well, it's now the foundation course, which which sort of um, once you're able to you know, you're you're receiving more from and releasing from the bar's body process, you know, and then and then it's like what if you can appro- approach your whole life from a totally different point of view and start seeing that everything is an interesting point of view and starting to open up to greater possibilities. So beyond that, after that, if you still are looking for more, then it comes to the the level two three, which has is also changing now, to um, 
the change of possibility, the possibilities of change. Choice of possibilities. Um, choice of possibilities. All of those are great. All of those are part of it. Um, so choice of possibilities. And so that's like just another, um, it's just another invitation to kind of go deeper into the tools and into, um, you know, whatever it is that you're creating in your life and living. And um, and it's one of the steps along the way towards becoming a certified facilitator um, for anyone who then chooses to, to go on that journey. Um, so it's funny. So I, well, I'm in this trade with Jamie, and he um, he just kind of like clinks this little nugget into my universe, you know. And um, he leaves, and somehow it just had this like rapid germination process. So by the time he came the next week, I was like, yeah, guess what I did? And that what? Uh, well, I registered <laughs> for 2-3 in L.A., and I've already gotten plane tickets, and I'm going to stay with my friend, and I'm totally going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it was like once I did that, it kind of opened up this whole other world. And so I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And then that's where I learned about the body classes. So for anybody who doesn't know this, um, there are these um, body classes through Access where you're learning um, how to perceive, receive, work with different energies around the body um, and through the body and as part of the body and that the body is inside of. I mean, it's like all this cool stuff. And um, so, you know, and it's not really on the path necessarily to becoming a facilitator. And it was like once I got the two, three, this thought, feeling, possibility of becoming a facilitator just started to, you know, be within my awareness. And I'm and, and I was still trying to function though from like this this previous way of being of like, you know, must get this, must get that, must do this, must achieve, whatever. So I'm like, these stupid body classes, like they don't even count. Like they don't even count as facilitators. So like what a what a diversion and like oh um so but it, it was, you know, sometimes when uh when the universe is screaming, it's like, Okay, fine, I'll listen. So, um I ended up going and doing two three days body classes with um the beautiful Glenna Rice and um uh I mean that of course inside and out. And um and then did the advanced with Gary and that I, I you know, that kind of opened things up to even really be able to embrace that process and journey of becoming a facilitator um i think more than i ever could have or would have um without it so you know it's like it's like trying so desperately to cling to those linear constructs of like how it's supposed to be and how it should look and you know the right way right good way and the you know I get a gold star way and um and actually recognizing after the fact that oh yeah actually when I look at it it's you know this is this big hole that I just was only looking at that little small wedge of and now that I can see all of it it's like oh yeah like right. what a beautiful way to create it actually and like how awesome so um so yeah so that is like that is that is um the not very short Cliff Notes version, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so so yes, I became a facilitator last um, March in Venice, and uh, and of course you were there, and um, amazing. 
Uh, and and since then, I've you know I've been you know just really like my life has, has there's been so much change and so many different things. I mean, I've moved um, to another state. Um, you know, I'm actually married to my husband, who you know I was you know that was a a big question. Um, about you know what 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 I even desired to create there, and um, you know everything is just is just it, it's so it's so different than it had been. Um, and then the SOP um, the SOP in Stockholm, you know I I. And what's an um, SOP? I'm right. So I know it. all these fun little secret. <laughs> I think we should um, rename the show to Your Guide to All Active Consciousness Classes. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Can you tell I love classes? Oh, my it's, God. You know, it's wonderful um, to listen to you, Rebecca, because um, so often I think people sort of just forget the pure sort of awe and beauty and of magic that access is. And so it's just really fun to listen to your experience. Oh, thank you. And, you know, it's so true, and I love, like, it is magic, and it's so cool. It's like, you know, where's the, like, the, the, the practical magic of life, you know, like, if you're just willing to to receive it and, and well, perceive it and receive it. And um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so the SOP is Symphony of Possibilities class, and it's, you know, it's taught by, um, by, by Dane, and um, it is, it's just, it's, it's another invitation of working together, it's not even together, it's like working in the energies that are available to us in this, um, yeah, in this life experience and, and starting to kind of fine tune and, and what, like the words, the words I would like to use. Um, <laughs> it's just, oh, magic is the word. Um, but it's a, like for me, I'll just tell you what it was for me. Um, so for me, uh, having moved, I had a lot of people that were asking for, um, some distance work. Um, and, um, you know, and it was like, oh man, what does that look like? How does that show up? And and then and then it was like, boom, SOP. That is like that is so in my world right now, and and so then I ended up ended up live streaming it, and it was such a gift to be able to be in that space with that class, all the way on the other side of the world, and still be able to. Go into the energies um, that the class was creating, and then even more so after the class, I feel like it's just in this tidal wave um, of 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 things that are, have been unlocking and um, becoming available. Um, so one of the things that that was that 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 Dane brought up in the class was this concept of incon or not concept, but this the energy of inconceivable. Um, and being inconceivable, and apparently I wasn't in Costa Rica um, um, just before that, but apparently that's where it had kind of the energy had kind of come up first, and um, and they had sort of started this conversation around it, and and just asking, you know, what what is this, and how can it contribute to us, and 
you know, it kind of, it was another one of these things of like, hello, Rebecca, time to get up. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, like what, what he, when he talks about being inconceivable, you know, he, he kind of, he looks at it as the willingness to be all of who you are, not just the small conceivable part of you that others are able to receive. And so, you know, as we started to explore that and as I've, also been sort of unpacking that gift, um, you know, afterwards, it's like starting to see all these different layers of what, in fact, is inconceivable. Like, for instance, you know, when I took my BARS class, right, to be an access consciousness facilitator, to have gone through all that, all of that was totally inconceivable to me. It wasn't even within my realm of possibility. It wasn't even like, if I could be anything, I would be that, but oh, maybe I can't be it because whatever, whatever, whatever limitations and yada, yada. It was just not even there. Like, it wasn't even something to dream about. And yet, here I am, right? And and it's like, has this ripple effect of like, you know, when we, whatever we choose, each choice, it creates the future that we are stepping into every day and like how cool that, you know, sometimes we get these little glimpses. We get like these little glimpses of like, Oh wait, there's just something like there's this little thing and, and then it's gone. But what if that is the energy of inconceivable? And it's kind of like this little carrot that just sort of, shows up and dangles a little bit and like it's just a matter of us continuing to ask ourselves these questions of like okay how can I show up and what would I really like to create right now and what would really like what do I desire what do I require and how can I how can I kind of go from like one moment okay 10 second increments even if you want to call them that you know how can I you know how can I really be in my life and show up somewhere that was not mapped out in the end and actually showed up even better than my wildest dreams, right? Because hopes and dreams, those are just limitations as well, right? Because whatever I'm functioning from right now already is going to create a bubble around where I could actually go if I just kept choosing and following the energy of what is light and what is going to create more and what is possible even if I can't totally conceive of, like, the how or the what or the, like, all the pieces to get there. Um, So I just, I love this because, like, you know, I might say, oh, you know, um, I don't know, marrying Matt Damon tomorrow is inconceivable to me. But, like, on some level I've already conceived it, right, because I had to conceive it enough to be able to verbalize it to you. Marrying um, what? Sorry. Oh, like like marrying Matt Damon as a just oh, a random okay. example. I didn't right? hear what you said, and I thought you said marrying a demon or something. And I was like, oh, Mary. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> that had not been conceivable to me, but you know, who knows? Maybe. Um, but um, but like there, but there is like some level of conceivability, um to that because I've already put it into, you know, I've, I've conceived of it enough to put it into, into spoken form. Um, but then like the really juicy parts are like all these things that I wouldn't even 
know how. So, like, you know, we set goals or we set targets, right? And ever, all of that is still within our conceivable reality, right? It's with, It's like all these places where, like, oh, this would be great. And yet if we really look at that and unpack it, like, what makes it great? You know, are we really following the energy and projecting that future? Or is it really just kind of built up on all these things that we've kind of decided um, or concluded are, like, the way it could end up the best, right? Right. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, it's just, it's just really cool. And it comes down to even, like, the smallest things of, like, you know, like, all these places where, like, even just if I ask in the morning, like, what could I do today that would be totally inconceivable? And it doesn't mean, like, I have to go be super crazy just to be crazy for the sake of crazy. Um, and it's also an invitation to, like, you know, be and do anything that creates more expansiveness in in my universe, even if it doesn't make sense. Right. Right? So... Anyway, so do you have any questions about it, or you? <laughs> I, I'm doing all the talking. I guess no, it's it, great. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm actually getting a really different perspective on what it means to be inconceivable than what I had too. Like seeing it from your perspective is really, it's really neat because it's, you're saying things I hadn't considered before. Um, but could you um, sort of? go into a couple examples in your life of where you have been inconceivable, but it's like sometimes when we are doing things that are inconceivable, we almost keep them a secret from ourselves because they're so inconceivable to others. We make them inconceivable to ourselves. Like we, we sort of um, don't admit the magic that we are to ourselves. Right. Yeah. So like all the places that we're hiding, that we're hiding what we are just so that we can still, kind of participate in the reality that's around us. And yeah, so whew, so like it's even just showing up in just like the smallest ways for me. Like it's even just showing up in like questions I'm asking people. It's showing up in like choices that I'm making like, even just the smallest ones of, like, you know, do I choose, I mean, it might sound silly, but, like, even the littlest thing of, like, do I choose this toothbrush or do I choose that toothbrush? I don't I don't know if you're going to follow me here, but um, it's, like, it's, like, if we can unpack all of these structures that, have created us the way we are showing up in this reality. And all of that infrastructure is gone, right? And then all that's left is us. We might, yeah, we might not even recognize ourselves, right? Right. And so being, like, being in that place, so, like, so, like, so, like, if my... So, like, something that shows up for me is, like, if if my – so fear, you know, fear we learn is an implant, right? But one of the things that 
that seems like it's showing up for me is like if I if I if I'm in something where like fear starts to or, or the you know the perception of fear right starts to show up, it's like oh okay what is this what is this like the like the um, like the auto um, response systems for um, oh of course I'm blanking now um, the arms. It's like it's like oh yeah it's like mayday mayday alert you are just about to step right over the edge into the greatness that could be you and everything that you you know are here to to be and so it's like oh but mayday that's too scary that's whatever 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 implant activate fear eh, back down go back into being conceivable going back to, you know, oh, wait, this is the life that I have. This is how I talk to people. These are the people that I talk to. These are the things that I talk about. These are the things that I, um, you know, that I that I put out there as me. When actually right before that alert sign went off, there was like this invitation to go into something else that maybe didn't fit, right? And right, right. That's where the inconceiv. That's where the inconceivable is. So it's like when we're when we're getting and and you know, you, you know, some people talk of have identified. I think the the similar energy, um, just in in different language, like the upper limit limit barrier, um, is a you know is um, Gay Hendricks talks about the upper limit barrier, and I, and I, I kind of get the sense that he's getting a bit of an awareness around this this energy and it's like it's like if we could just recognize when we are starting to shift into that auto response system and get like okay wait a minute <laughs> hold on <laughs> hold on wait 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 let's let's just deactivate and um you know i'm just going to go i'm i'm going to get off autopilot and i and i'm going to fly manual here and it might be kind of bumpy and i might not exactly land in a place that you know is a nice smooth runway at an airport um but i'm go and i'm going to you know i'm going to make that choice to go right. up to that next place, right? And then, of course, what happens, like, we get up there, and then it becomes somewhat conceivable, <laughs> right? Right. So it's, it's like, like you become, so then you, there's like you a whole become other, what like, was, you become yeah. what was inconceivable. Yeah. So, but, like, here's the thing. Like, if I, like, if I told you, okay, I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to talk to someone and have a whole conversation on the other side of the planet, and you'd look at me and be like, uh-huh, okay, whatever, mini pants. Um, but then I, like, get out my cell phone, and I dial someone's number on the other side of the planet, and I'm going to sit there with my eyes closed, and I'm going to talk to them. Oh, okay, right. it's a cell phone. Like, that's not loony bins. Only because it's conceivable, right? Only because it's, you know, it's science, which is really only this magic that's been defined and confirmed, right? So, so... So when yeah, it's like, so, I, you know, um, my, my, my boyfriend said to me the other day, um, 
he's like, if I click the garage door opener from across the parking lot and the garage door opens, how can somebody not believe that energy exists? Exactly. Good point. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And if this little device in my hand can communicate with another little device on the other side of the planet, why can't this, like, device of my body communicate with another device that's another person's body? Like, you know, people get all freaked out about energy. And it's like, well, hi, you live in a an energetic reality. Like, everything, this table is energy. Like, everything is energy. And everything, you know, like, things have frequencies, things have vibrations, things have, like, like that is science. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's totally conceivable in this in this reality. And yet then we reach towards this other thing like, oh, well, okay, so, so you know, this machine can cause a stimulus in the cells of this body and, and stimulate a healing response, but your hand can't. Right. Okay. All right. So inconceivable in this reality, right? Although for you and I, it may actually be conceivable that that's that that's a that that's a real possibility and that that actually is and can occur right and then if i say well okay um unfortunately i just broke my leg and now i'm going to repair the bones instantaneously you know just by just by putting you know just by pulling energy through it and requesting requesting that the that the molecules and the cells and the part like that everything works together to create a healed leg. You know, in right. this reality, it's still that is inconceivable. It's right. you can conceive of it enough to say like, oh, I wonder if, but it's still inconceivable in terms of like if I break my leg, I go into a blind spot. I don't start asking, hey, universe, hey. Every, like, atom in this infinite space that I can't even define, you know, what you got for me? You know, what can we do here? Like, I'm not having that conversation. I'm in that moment. I'm going into this blind spot of, like, oh, my gosh, my leg is, like, over there, and I'm over here, and I go into conclusion of, like, okay, that's bad. It's wrong. My leg is, like, not attached to my body and so like game over um so like when we explore this possibility of of being inconceivable and stepping into this conceivable reality i start to wonder if it's just another invitation of going back to our just basics of like living in the question because if we can keep living in the question not asking a question asking a question and then hitting a blind spot and going into conclusion, right? But actually, right. But actually having the awareness like, oh, I'm starting to be in a blind spot and I'm just going to at this moment really commit to my awareness and really ask more questions through it. What if that really bridges the gap? into into more of of that energy and what what else is possible i mean you know the nine trainees i mean you know how like 
how how inconceivable is all that really? Or is it just that there is this momentum or this mass conclusion, you know, of it's not really possible in some ways, even though for most of, for a lot of, of, of us, there are bits and pieces where it's like, oh, yeah, oh, I totally know that. Or, yeah, I've totally done that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just wonder how many, like, as more and more of us begin to ask questions in this realm of being inconceivable and begin to, I don't know, be more comfortable in the discomfort of yeah. being on that edge of inconceivability. Um, I'm not quite sure what those words are, but I think you get I think you get what where I'm going with it. Um, you know, I just wonder if if that in some ways is also um, sort of the invitation to like some sort of a tipping point where where all these things that we have kept as hidden. I mean, you know, we don't even use like you know look at our like these brains, right? I mean, we're we're saying well, we we let's like you know we don't need to use like the what Gary says you know mind that you know it's a beautiful thing to waste or you you know if you're thinking you're stinking you know but what if it's just that we like have this amazing tool that we just don't even like we're just not using it. it's like we've got this mega computer that we're using as a doorstop you know <laughs> so. Like, yeah, maybe we should stop using our brains as a doorstop, but, like, what if actually it was part of, like, the con, like the potential conduit for harnessing all of these different energies that could be used for all kinds of different things, communication with bodies, communication with, with you know, with the earth, communication with, you know, things in the universe that we don't even maybe have, um, you know, a, a concept for yet. Uh, so... So I just I I get really it just feels so light to me, um, and I, I I you know there are lots of questions I don't even really know what being inconceivable is, and you know I get this sense that I've touched you know the glimpses, and um, you know it's funny this morning uh, I was going through a notebook completely unrelated to this call, and. And I found this little piece that I wrote in um, in May of last year. And um, I just want to read it, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, May 29th, actually, is early this year. And I wrote, I saw something just there for just a moment, a glimpse, a sense, a whisper of a possibility, a flash of something more, a hint of what could be. And where did it go? Was it ever even there? What was it? What gift was it suggesting that I unpack, if any? Did I chase it away or repel it with an unwillingness to truly receive it? Or could it still be there, knowing silently that I will again open myself to it one day when I'm truly willing? And what are the space between the moments between the moments? So I read this, and I'm like, oh, that's so funny. I find it today, and, like, this was from May, and what I get is that it's totally talking about that energy of being inconceivable. And I read it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. And then I'm like, but it's not finished. Like, it just ends. 
so I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I should just finish it. So like, I'm, I'm like, you know, coming up with all Beautiful, these like very Rebecca. neat. Thank you. And I'm like coming up with all these like little neat endings of like how to like put a little bow on it, how to like, you know, teach a lesson, how to like make it cute, you know what? And I'm like, actually, that does it. Like, that's about as light as a lead brick, you know. Right. I'm like, no, it's really, that's where it ends. It just, it ends at, and what of the space between, the moments between the moments? And it's not that it ends. It's actually that it's the invitation. And it's like that is, it's that space that we're being invited to of like, if you can just find that space between the moments and keep choosing and keep asking then you and, and and asking like about being inconceivable and and about like having more of those little windows opening up, you know that like there that's where the magic is, and that's also like that's where we can create so much more and there, where there's so much more contribution for all of us individually and and as a group and as an earth and as a you know as a everything. So um, yeah, I guess I guess I, I I wonder like I really I do I wonder like this whole energy of inconceivable uh, I wonder what else we can what else we can what else we can discover and and you know if I'd be so curious if as other people wanted to have more dialogue about this and you know how is it showing up in their world and what you know what is it looking like for them and and where is it sticking them and um, yeah, I just think that there are a lot of possibilities here, and and um, and it really it, it's it's like I want to be in this world where people are getting jazzed by 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 that edge, you know, because it it has hmm. a nice little soft it has a nice little like nice soft little frilly edge that you know might might kind of pinch you a little here and there, and sometimes whack you over the head, and yet <laughs> I kind of get that like it's. It's a place I could hang out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the reality that so many of us have been looking for for so long. Oh, gosh, right? And yet it's because, like, this other one, uh, I'm, I, like, it's enough, you know? It's just so, it's just so challenging to, like, be in a reality that is ridiculous to, for me. It's just, it's not working at all. And to start to really have just that permission for myself to like say like okay that's totally cool that that's awesome like I was just saying to my kids the other day my daughter's eight my son's five and um I'm like look I'm like you totally don't have to agree with any of this I said and how much easier could it be if you just kind of see like what is required to make your life easier you know and then when you're not like with everybody else, like you know, do whatever you want. But you know, it's kind of good to like see how we can function in this reality. But also, like you know, you don't have to swallow the Kool Aid. You can just like hold the cup and be like, "Hey, cheers." <laughs> <laughs> awesome way to put it. Well, we just have about two minutes left. Um, do you have sure. any classes or events coming up, Rebecca? 
Awesome. Yeah, so I am actually doing a bars class on Saturday, this coming Saturday. If anyone would love to come to beautiful um, Greenville, South Carolina, um, doing a Foundations Level 1, also in Greenville in January. Um, I'm doing a Google Hangout uh, December 16th, actually. It's um, I'm doing it together um Foundation Level One and uh, and the Bars class I'm actually co-hosting with um, Manfred Zapeta. He's amazing. He's also in this area. Uh, he does a lot of talk to the entities work. And um, and then the Google Hangout on the 16th. I'm doing that with Jane Wu Cohen. She and I have gone through um, the uh, Right Voice for You classes with Blossom, and we're doing a um, a goddess of possibilities call or Google Hangout, and then we're hoping to really do a series after that, just looking at, um, you know, like, as it just seems like in this reality there's, like, a lot of goddess talk, like goddess this, goddess that, goddess of this, goddess of that. And, you know, what else is possible um, beyond that? And so we're kind of excited to uh, play in that conversation and see what shows up and, um and uh, let's see. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other stuff happening, um, but those are the those are the big ones right now. And um, yeah, that's it for now. Um, cool. But I always put stuff busy. on my website. It's my website's just RebeccaBoswell.com, and so you know I try and uh, update it best I can. So you know I'd I'd love to play with anybody that this uh, resonated with, and you know, or who who it sparked additional questions for and, yeah, or likes, wants to be on that edge and all of that and a bag of chips. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at your website. It's, I really like how it's done. It's a great website. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's really fun to hear your excitement and your take on things and, and um, you're just such a big gift to the world, and, and thank you for being on the show. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, and I appreciate your invitation, and, um, you know, I think this could just be the start. There's, I think there's a lot of clearing that we could do. We didn't do a lot of clearings tonight, but um, there's a lot of clearing that we could do around this topic. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, how's it get even better than this? How does it? Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for everybody um, listening now and in the future. And um, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.